0: everybody welcome to a new episode of journey of the road runner this' is Paul stressner here and along with me is Adriana
1: what's happening everybody
0: so how we doing
1: <laughs> good I'm hanging yeah. in there like you said earlier the weather is uh not good when it gets this dingy out it's tough to stay in a good place and motivated
0: yeah that's like my biggest problem
1: because you started running again yeah so that's Did you run it? Do you run in the rain? Are you a rain runner?
0: Uh, I I would if I didn't have these massive headaches. (laughs) Well
1: yeah, you get like pressure headaches from this, right?
0: Yeah, I get yeah, and it's been like all my life, so I can't like say it's Gulf War syndrome or anything. I've had it since I was a little kid, and I can't take anything strong for it either. Like the strongest thing I can take is Tylenol, and that doesn't do anything. Yeah, because I'm allergic to aspirin. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, one time, I think I was in high school at the time. I took, um, I had one of those headaches and I saw ibuprofen. So I took ibuprofen because it didn't say aspirin. And then I ne- my head never felt so good in my life. It was great. And then I woke up the next morning I my eyes were swollen shut and I had a rash. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> and
0: then it turns out like on the back of the bottle, if I read it, it says, do not take if you're allergic to aspirin. <laughs>
1: Oh, so, I wonder if it had, so I can't remember what plant aspirin is derived from, but it comes from a plant. So I'm wondering if they use the same or similar stuff for an ibuprofen or maybe that ibuprofen just had. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: it must be some kind of chemical or something in it because I can't take that. I can't take Gleeve or Advil or anything like that. And wow. then maybe about 10 years ago or so, I had eye surgery. Um, and the muscles needed to be tightened in my eye, in both of my eyes. And so after the surgery, they gave me morphine and then okay. I, I almost died.
1: Oh, so you can't have that either.
0: No, yeah.
1: Now, can you take any, like if you were prescribed an anti-inflammatory from a doctor, would you be able to take that?
0: Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I'd probably be nervous about it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Cause that's, I mean, obviously <laughs> they'd know better if you were like, oh, I'm allergic to aspirin. They'd probably, I'm sure your doctor knows what, your, what the actual thing in the aspirin, you're allergic to is that's crazy
0: yeah yeah so that sucks off so, yeah if i not to get morbid but if i ever in a situation where i uh, will give him something to make him more comfortable um <laughs> i think i'm in trouble
1: <laughs> no.
0: i'm not gonna be comfortable
1: <laughs> no now can you take i mean have you tried cbd
0: i think there's something that i take that has cbd in it
1: yeah, you so, might you might try that, and you know you might want to like get the the stuff you can rub too, like around your temples maybe, and like see if that kind of helps. Oh yeah, that might
0: speech. something like that might help too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I
1: I had a headache the other day, and I took one and a half droppers of it, and I mm-hmm. felt it went away, and I was really happy because I don't want to take all that other stuff, ibuprofen things like that. And, um, you know, not to get into the girl problem, but I don't want to, I like a strong ibuprofen will help my period. And like the first two days I feel like I'm going to die. Uh-huh. So I started really just high dose in CBD up and t- like leading up to it. Cause I really want to get away from the inflammatories. It's like a blessing and, per- and a curse. You're allergic to it, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I constantly have these headaches and if I kept taking ibuprofen, that messes up your liver and stuff too. So yeah. <laughs> But then it causes more yep. problems. So.
1: Right. It's that's it. The the friggin' what are they? What's that saying? The uh, side effects are worse than the treatment. I mean, the yeah. cure, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. So like this weather, is, it really affects me with the with my moods and everything because these headaches and.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that because you're in, not not only is it crappy and you're in a dingy mood, but then on top of it, you get a headache.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to focus and everything, but, and uh, unfortunately this time of year, that's more rain and crappy weather than good weather. So.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been trying on days like this, I really, especially with the the COVID-19 thing, I'm really packing in indoor things that need to get done. So I actually started um, going back to the gym. I'm starting to work, not obviously with people. It's just a few employees that he put back as full time. Mm -hmm. Um, to go in and do work around the gym. Like I I moved a bunch of stuff in the group X and then we're going to paint, we're painting, I'm going through all the mats. So we're going in and kind of, you know, any of the full, a few of the full-time employees he's having back because he doesn't have enough hours to obviously staff everybody. Yeah. But a few of us have gone back to kind of do, just get the gym ready for people coming in. So that's a positive thing. We're moving in a step forward And the gym will be new and improved with a lot of new, um, you know, it's just going to be cleaner. We'll have some new equipment, just like updated mats, things like that. So that's a positive thing for people who are wondering what's going on with the gym. We're trying to improve things and make it look nicer and clean it up.
0: Yeah, taking advantage of the time that nobody's in there. They can really get stuff done that they normally wouldn't have been able to without closing down.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of where it is. We're doing a lot of remodeling. Um, so it's, you know, again, and that's, that's one thing I've been doing. And like today I did my grocery shop and ran a couple of errands and tomorrow I'm just, I, you know, the funny thing is when you're home like this, everyone did that thorough cleaning, but now yeah. we're just home. So I'm like, ah, oh, like you pick up after yourself But that I looked on the floor the other day doing my <laughs> yoga class. I'm like, man, I need to mop this floor. Cause we have a cat. You know?
0: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because it doesn't look messy until I look down, and usually every Saturday we clean. But Cindy's still working, so on the weekend she's like, "You're home and doing stuff. Like, we're just let's have fun." And I'm like, "Yeah," but like I've been doing different things too. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but yeah, I mean, and, you know, again, it's all about like yesterday was a really nice day. I got outside as much as I could. I ripped down my fence. Uh, it's my neighbor's fence, but I'm putting up a new one for her because she just had knee surgery and she's single. And I'm like, "Dude, we got those checks." And, um, I figure I'll spend a bunch of that check on the new fence for yep. both of us, you know?
0: Yep. Well, that's cool. It's yeah.
1: falling down. Yeah. So, you know, just getting outside and doing things and it's, it is, it's harder. I was driving, thinking about our podcast today and I'm like, I think a lot of people in the beginning who do have a decent amount of energy to do things and we're excited about having some free time are starting to get into this like funk now, or it's like, when is this going to end? And it's, you know, again, just like that, like just keeping the positive thing, like There's not, there was a guy on NPR today too talking, like he was some professor and it was like philosophy and he was saying, you know, he's not used to this kind of time and before you know it, it will be back to normal again and we're all going to be rushing around and everything's going to be like, you know, it's going to be a while, but at the end of the day, we're going to turn around and be like, remember when we were just hanging out and like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then everyone's going to go, I wish I took better advantage of that time. Yeah. So, you know. I think we all have to – I've been happy to podcast more with you. I love doing it, and it's been fun.
0: Yep. So I wanted
1: to uh, run over with you the book. um, The new book I'm reading is called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. And um, it's let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. So she's actually a shame researcher, which is – the book's kind of funny, like some of it, because she goes through. It's to be happier, to be a happier person. Mm -hmm. But – One of the things that – it was funny. I just happened to read this today, and it was about people who – she was like, you know, we're starting to – she went on to be like uh, a lot of the kids who are growing up now are having these – like the kids that are getting raised have these entitlement issues. So because things just don't come that they they want something, and since they don't get it, it ends up being this like – and this is just a small part of it. This isn't really what the book's about. It was like a small section. But it was like the entitlement is equal to – when they don't get what they want, it creates these like depressions and things like that. So it, it made me laugh because thinking about all the way like people are reacting to this, like you and I, obviously, we're not entitled to feel like we should be able to do what we want. We right. can just go out. Who cares about everyone else, you know, like and, and I, I laughed because it was like that type of thing. It's like that entitlement, that mentality of like I should just get what I want and do what I want. Like this is just the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, unfortunately, we have to think about the other's well fortunately some of us are thinking about the others around us and the impact of our you know just it, I wouldn't even say ignorance I guess for the most part a lot of people who are kind of acting like that are because they're not thinking ahead I mean you and I both talked about like what is it if, like one person can infect two yeah. and you know they were talking about it today I, I try to listen to like NPR or like just put on the like we talked about not really mainstream media um and they were like you know, kids there are a bunch of kids that are getting tested who are positive and never showed any symptoms and their immune systems how they're studying these kids how their immune systems are reacting totally different. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're chilling. So, you know, you get all these little kids together playing because you think everyone's doing well and then grandma and grandpa go over and croak.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know, it's that's what this book is really good because it kind of talks about how people how entitlement actually makes people cr- can create addictions because people are like let down so it's an Mm -hmm. interesting that's just a little piece of it like the rest of the book is really about like you know not feeling bad about the way we are like if I send an email to you and I have like three spelling errors I'm not like Paul's gonna think I'm an idiot right you know it's trying to not think like that so much and like give ourselves a little bit of a break and you know take in stride that like everyone's kind of we're all on the same playing field when it comes to like little mistakes we make or things that aren't really that important that we sometimes overreact about. So it's a cool book for a time like this, I think to kind of just get to know yourself a little better.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a good time to read that. Yeah. I've heard of. Brene Brown. Yeah. She, I don't I think she might have a lot of books. She's like a good speaker and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yes,
0: she is. I think she's like one of those um, Oprah people, like,
1: yeah, okay. Hey, look, up front, me and you can see this. It says, featured on Super Soul Sunday from Oprah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but, yeah, she's like a, like a um, I don't know, it was, I don't want to say positive psychology, some kind of like, um, yeah, like she speaks on positivity and stuff like yeah, that, I think.
1: She's really good. Yeah. So are you still reading that same book you were reading, or have you moved on to anything new?
0: Um. See, well, I... Reading a book for school, which um, I'm not like a big literature person or anything, so um, yeah, reading Brave New World. I guess it's like one of those books. I, I don't even, I got it on um, my tablet. I don't have like a hard copy of it. I don't remember when it was like one of those books from the 40s or 50s or something it's like a 1984 type of um story so are you enjoying that uh no well i'm only a couple chapters in anyway but i'm not like a big literature person like i love reading i don't know if i talked about this last time i yeah yeah like i love reading but there's some stuff that i just don't care that much about
1: yeah, I, I feel the same as you. It, it's,
0: it's it's like if you're you love music, but then there's like certain kinds of music you don't like, like right. uh, opera, thrash metal, or something. So it's like eh. right, and then you're <laughs> to it and
2: you're
1: like,
0: oh, yeah. It doesn't mean I don't like music, but <laughs> it's the same right. thing with this.
1: I don't like
2: this
0: kind. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there, there's different literary theories we gotta study. So okay, so I gotta pick out. I gotta look at this through. Um, two of the theories so i I picked uh marxism and feminism so oh that's cool yeah yeah except like i'm trying to understand how to do that and it's very challenging but i guess it's good to challenge myself this isn't my cup of tea but you know how else am i gonna grow you know so (laughs) yeah but then um but i am reading when i'm not doing that i'm reading another book it's called um Running for good. It's like one of those chicken soup for the soul books. I don't know if you can well, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, so um I like that. Yeah. So it's put together by um I, a lot of runners might have heard of him, Dean Carnasses. He's like a like a ultra Yeah, I've heard of him. Runner. He does like all those bad water things and um so he put this together and it's a really cool book. It there's yeah, hundred and one stories. I don't think there's anything more than four or five pages so Great. so so if you have like a if you don't have time or if you have a low attention span you can like <laughs> go through this pretty good and it's yeah, written by re- real people
1: oh that's cool those are good books especially in the morning
0: yeah like they inspire you i mean it, and it's not all famous runners it's like some everyday people and you see how they got started running and stuff and it's inspiring so yeah so i'm probably like a couple of chapters in there's like all di- there's different sections in it. There's I go through it. There's getting started, so it shows how people are getting started. We're all crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> so like one of those stories, one tough mutter. <laughs> oh. So that gives you an idea. There's camaraderie and community. That should be a good one. Um yeah. so then there's like about ten stories, ten short stories about that, doing it for myself one step at a time and that marathon mindset. So there's like a lot of cool things in here. So I'm looking forward to digging more into this.
1: Yeah. It sounds really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, now that actually will segue me into, um, I told you about our friend Trish Sloan. She's going to be a, a guest next week with us. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I spoke to her yesterday and what she wants to do um, she's going to put, set up a Facebook page. Um, I think she's putting me on, uh, as an admin. Um, what she wants to do is get people to go on and add their, like, basically if you like doing, let's just throw it out there. Like uh, the Gloria Gemma race is your gig. Right. And then let's say they're not, I don't know, that's in October. So whatever, like, let's do like, for instance, the St. Paddy's day race, we all missed it. Right. Yeah. So if you are like an avid St. Paddy's day runner and you want to, Volunteer. So basically what it would be is like we set up a GoFundMe page for like Providence St. Paddy's Day on that. It'll be a specific Facebook page for all different 5Ks to put GoFundMes on. So if you decide, Paul, I always run that that 5K. I'm going to go on and look for the 5Ks that I usually run. I'll donate my 25 bucks as I usually pay for a ticket, right? Yeah. For the race fee. And then I'll go run the three point uh, one miles.
0: Yeah. that That's a really good idea. Yeah. Cause they're all this and out and these races are like, I don't know what, like 90% of them are for charities.
1: Well, that's so- why she was like, it, she came up with the idea and I was speaking to her yesterday. She's like, how can we get this? How do we get people to actually do it? And I said, well, I have like four or five friends who run every five K like in Providence or one that comes up. So if you usually do that, and, you you know, obviously, if you're not making money right now, no one's asking you to go, like, spend money you don't have. But if you normally would go run, like, you're working. If someone's working and they're still getting their paycheck, if you're normally going to go run a race and and you can't, and she wants to do, too, if if people have apps, they can add their um, times. Like, oh, I did... You know, I ran that race in twenty eight minutes. Next race I'm I'm gonna go for this much. And if I don't, I'll pay extra any little you can do your own basically it's we'll add races like names for like the GoFundMe's like a bunch of the major ones and, and if anyone else has any they want added, we'll add the GoFundMe page on there. So the cool thing about the GoFundMe is they automatically send it to go to the, the place. To
0: the charity, yeah.
1: Yeah, so no one has to worry about envelopes, money changing hands. It's very like easy to do. So it'll be like, oh, Paul, you know what? You and I go run this race, the uh, you know, the finish for the Guinness. And if they're not doing it, we're gonna. So it's basically gonna be races that we know are gonna get missed, like you know, probably from now till like June, because she's she's right. not doing any gatherings. Gina announces no large gatherings, so all the races in the summer are gonna get canceled. The June races, yeah. You know, if you do that nighttime Narragansett race in Bristol, we'll put that, like, anything that uh, that does the benefits, we'll add a page, and if people suggest it, we'll add it, so you don't have to just do, oh, I always do this race, and that's the one I'm going to donate to, and that's it. You can, it'll motivate people to do 5Ks together, even, online. Like, hey, we're all going to do the finish for a Guinness at our neighborhood. You know what I mean? And then you all donate your $25 entrance fee so be, yeah. towards the ALS, the finish for the Guinness. So I don't know. We're going to basically just try to start setting it up and, you know, see what races we can actually, or like what organizations will be easy to reach and be like, hey, you know, who sponsors these races? Here's what we're going to do. So we're going to set up a GoFundMe and you guys will be getting them. So it's, it's going to be in the works. Now that it's starting to get nice out, I'm going to um, talk to her probably. She's setting it up. I'll talk to her today or tomorrow and then we'll get her on the show next week.
0: Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. we will hash out the details and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because we're kind of just throwing it like me and her talked yesterday and it was just like, all right, we're going to do this, this, this. This sounds like a great idea. Once the Facebook page goes up, we'll start setting up and then it's like an open page. So Paul, you, you do a lot of five K's. That's your thing. So mm-hmm. if you want to run four or five K's and that's a hundred bucks, you're donating 25 to each establishment. And the thing is everyone who runs five K's all the time, like a lot of, I, I don't really do them anymore. Obviously I can't run right now, but A lot of my, like Steve, you know, Steve, he runs every time there's a Sunday race because he's off on Sundays, he'll go run it. So if you're running a race almost every Sunday during race season, and, you know, a lot of people are doing that, if a lot of people can afford to, you know, if they're working still or they're collecting and they have an income, can afford to go run three miles and call it, you know, that race basically. And even if you drive to like some of the races we've all done, I mean, you can drive downtown and park somewhere and go run the, a track if you've done it a lot of times. Like, you can run the trail. You know what I mean?
2: Yep, yep. You can
1: go online and look at old course maps and go run yeah, that Yeah, you can course. actually
0: run the actual course, yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't have to just do three, the 5K on your own street. You can make it fun and go look for it. So, you know, we're, we're figuring that out and getting it together. But I wanted to mention that on today's show just to get people pumped up because it was a great idea on her behalf. That is a great idea.
0: Her... What was their name for yeah. it?
1: um i don't know what she's she's setting it she actually texted me instead of setting up the facebook page so i'm like okay. i haven't quite she was supposed to name it and because it was her idea and she called me and i was like yeah and i just started throwing you know me if you tell me you want to do something <laughs> let's do it <laughs> you know <laughs> karina always laughs she's like sometimes i'm like why did i just tell her and she's like because in the, my mind i know we're gonna do it today yep. like she'll text I really want to start getting more speed work in. And like, by the time she comes in for her session that day, I'm like, you ready to do your speed work? She's like, son of a bitch, I knew it. <laughs> and I'm like, you said you wanted to do it. She's like, yeah. Cindy says the same thing. She'll email me something. You want to go do this? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so I got tickets for this. She's like, oh. Well, I just said you want it. I'm like, yeah, I thought we were doing it. You know, so <laughs> if you want to get something done, I take things very literal and if yeah. I'm if I have the time to do it, I always have the energy. So if you want to get something done and you mm-hmm. mention it to me, sometimes that's not a good idea if you didn't want to do it right away. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I really love this idea though. This, uh, yeah, know, especially since like these charities to – This is how a lot of them get a lot of their fundraising done, and now they they're out of luck right, right now.
1: Absolutely, so. and it's it's a community too. If if you you know, let's just say I could run because I'm going to make pretend I can just to make myself feel better. Like if me and you and like ten other people, like oh, let's do the finish for the Guinness today. We don't have to run together. We can two of us can run on our own streets, two people might go somewhere else or whatever, but it's like, we're all going to do it at this time and then come back and be like, Oh, what were your race times? We all donated. You know what I mean? Like get people moving to it. Like today's, today's this, like it's, I'm hoping opening the Facebook page, setting up the GoFundMe, I'm hoping it will take off and actually run itself. If that makes sense.
0: Yep. Yep
1: people will get involved and and you know they'll talk and hopefully i mean it, either it's going to take off and go crazy or it's just going to donate a little bit of money but even if at the end of the day if each organization made a couple hundred bucks from it it's still
0: better than nothing yeah
1: right so you know we'll see how it goes why not you know yep yep so um right. oh and i wanted to ask you before you had um so a gratitude list today huh
0: yep See, yeah, we're trying to do that, be more positive through these tough times. So, um yeah, so I I asked for gratitude lists like last night after one of my runs and I got one from Amanda. She um she's an awesome spin instructor. She used to be instructor of vicious cycling. And I think she's at workout world now. Okay. In fall river but oh uh, she has like so much energy <laughs> she has awesome workouts and everything so um she said this was yesterday she said today was a beautiful day for running i go a few miles in i got a few miles into um very she's very grateful for her health these days so Oh, that's good yep yeah, yeah. so that's a big thing too like a lot of people are getting sick and everything. So, yeah, you got to be happy that you're healthy.
1: It's so true. And I, I've been mentioning it after yoga that um, we're doing this podcast. And I said it'll probably come out either tonight or tomorrow because you're mm-hmm. usually pretty fast with it. Um, and I've been asking people for gratitude lists. It's interesting because people don't either. I feel like sometimes people start communicating, or whatever, but a lot of people don't. They just like things. Yeah. You know I mean? And you're like, um, participate especially especially if you're not feeling great like participate and like listen and be like oh I went on this I asked this question on this podcast and I'm gonna get to hear the answer tomorrow you get something to look forward to you know anything like that where it's like kind of participating with things um you know and again if anyone wants to talk about uh Exercise things they can do at home. I'm I've been trying to tell people in during my yoga video to reach out to me. Um, so I did have uh, a woman named Kelly who requested a certain kind of workout for last weekend, and I did it. So I don't mind doing it. I mean, there's going to be some things I can't do just because of some injuries that I'm trying to work through. But the you know it doesn't mean I can't modify. And if someone wants to do something, I don't mind. You know, as we spoke about that, and definitely getting these gratitude lists out, and I'm gonna make a nice yeah. long one for next week. I can <laughs> rattle one off, but I want to actually write it down so I sound professional.
0: Uh huh. Yep. <laughs>
1: Not fuck in it because I have to say that at the podcast a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. So. Uh,
0: yeah, well, for for me, I was happy that it didn't rain for two days in a row here so I was able to get out there and run. So oh, yeah. That felt good. Yeah. And um I ran after work yesterday so I actually drove back into Bristol. So I went to, you know, the beginning of uh, the bike path and ran that.
1: Oh to, that's um, nice.
0: Colt State Park. So yeah, it's been a while since I was able to get there. 'Cause I don't yeah. have, I don't have time to like drive there. At lunchtime and right. run and drive back and everything. So I usually, if I go at lunchtime, it's usually around here, in Portsmouth. So. Oh. Yeah,
1: I've seen your your the views and your run are beautiful. I'm living vicariously through you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love the water. I love like being near the water. I could run by the farmlands over here, but it all looks the same. So it'll just be, if I just keep doing that route, it's just going to be the same pictures all the time. So (laughs) I like to mix things up. (laughs) Plus I have like a little bit of ADD anyway. Like if I could, if I had time to go to Newport or something, I would do that and go (laughs) find a place to run over there too. I like change the scenery and stuff. I don't like doing, I like mixing things up. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again.
1: I totally agree with you. (laughs) It gets, it when I when running's not fun because I'm looking at the same shit, then I know I need to change it. Yeah, that's why you. Fun know, when you go on vacation and you don't know where. Like you run, I like I've gotten I got lost in Paris, which was actually pretty cool because I ran for like I was supposed to do like four or five miles and be back because I had traveled with the companion and I ended up running for seven because I got lost and I saw a lot of Paris that I wouldn't have saw on foot. <laughs> well, Fast feet you know and i got lost in germany too that i fell down a trail in italy and like ended up in a different area like there were definitely some you know crazy and it's fun because it's so much more stimulating like you said
0: yeah 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 and um (laughs) i didn't run it but what time when i was living in california i um they have uh um oh the BART there—it's like the like the subway, like the train that they have in the Bay Area.
1: Okay.
0: And one time, just for the hell of it, I I took took the train to the furthest station away from me to the very end, and then I got off, and then I um, walked back home from there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like miles and miles. It took hours. <laughs> That's
1: awesome.
0: I had no idea where I was. I was just. <laughs> that
1: is
0: so funny, dude. <laughs> I and like it was all through neighborhoods and stuff. So sometimes you lose sight of the, the track. That was like my guide. My guide was the, the the train track. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> then, then That's it. You can't, that's so funny. <laughs> it's kind of fun to get lost sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then what I went, when I was in, um, did the race in Alabama, I don't think I got to talk about it or write about it here, but it was beautiful there when I went to in Birmingham. Um, for the Ronald McDonald House there, so I was there for a few days. It was like perfect weather. It was in January, but it was like in the seventies. Not a cloud in the sky the whole time it was beautiful. And then the morning of the race, it gets to the race, and all of a sudden it was a tornado warning. Tornadoes were like not that far away from there, so they had to, it was like a storm all of a sudden. And so I so they Yes. yeah i don't think i said it out here though so the they ended no. up having a, <laughs> so they had to cancel the race so we were like inside they still did like the party inside and everything um so that that was fun and 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 then as soon as the, the race would end it was like around 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock and then all of a sudden it was not a cloud of the sky again <laughs> it's like thick it is, and i was leaving that day So I um, had to go back to the hotel, like packed my stuff and then I ended up coming back and I had like a, um, a map of the route, like printed out. So I, so I went back to the start of the race and I walked the whole, (laughs) the whole route of what I would have (laughs) run. And that was through all Um, neighborhoods and everything. So I I still probably think think I should run a race in Alabama again, though. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Well, and it's interesting because probably if you think about it now, since we're kind of on the topic of gratitude, I'm thinking of some of the races I didn't enjoy as much. And now I'm thinking, I mean, beyond the coronavirus, I can't run because of the stupid ankle edema and everything else. But I'm thinking of like the races I had the least fun at or I didn't like at all. I'm like, what I would do to just run that race again, just because I can't, so I could run. So like, even if you're not hurt, obviously with the Corona, It's like having gratitude for like even the worst race you ever had to run is better than what we can do right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or perspective, you know, of like there's definitely been a couple. I remember I ran a race in Colt Park. I can't remember what the benefit was for because I ran a few in there. And I remember whoever organized, like people were just getting lost at one point and they were coming out. And like people I just saw behind me were like in front of me running at me. And like because it was like. One, someone didn't direct people probably. Oh, geez. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, and then this one woman I was running with was like, oh, we're at mile two. I'm like, there's no fucking way we're at mile two. I'm like, I literally, well, I looked down at my watch. I'm like, we're just like rounding a mile. Well, the sign says mile two. I'm like, I think they, I don't know if they put the signs where like you go in that way and come back. Like I couldn't really, nothing was run correctly. I can't remember what race it was. It was probably in like 2011 or 12. It was a long time ago. Uh Uh-huh. Because um, I worked in Dartmouth back then, because the woman I trained to run one, and it was just funny, because I'm thinking now, like, how goofy it was, I'm like, who gives a shit, I would die to do that race right now,
0: you know? <laughs> Yep, definitely.
1: Like, no matter sure. how goofy and <laughs> how ridiculous it got.
0: Um, man, when I was out yesterday, there were a ton of people out there, too, so I can imagine what it's going to be like when we can actually do races again. Oh, God. I, the, I think all these races are going to sell out, everybody's, like, itching to get out there oh, yeah. you can tell so oh
1: yeah yeah it's definitely you're absolutely right and it's funny because we um cindy and i took a bike ride yesterday and we did the bike path over the weekend just to get to colt park because you can ride your bike and walk in colt park if you live around there yeah so like you can't there's no car so it's fantastic but um i gotta tell you the bike path was like and you know the worst part is if you're running if you're by yourself running and there's no one around sure you don't you know don't wear a mask if you don't want to but um People are running on the bike path and and biking. And I am I am gross. I am a gross athlete. I spit. Hot <laughs> rocket. I hack. Rock like, I make all the noises and all the fluids come out. So, like, <laughs> like I said, knowing myself, I put a mask on to ride on the bike path. Because who knows what's flying out of my nose. I'm talking to Cindy. We're yelling to each other. Spit's flying. You're flying by other people. And, again, it just goes back to that, you know, people not thinking about others. Because it's like... Now, when we are allowed to run a race again, who knows if we she's just, like, yeah, we're going to open road races, but you all need to wear masks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, that's like
1: a challenge in itself. <laughs> so, Paul, oh, right. I have to jet because okay. uh, I have to do a, a stretch class called Adult Recess for Cindy's uh, work group.
0: Awesome. But, okay. um,
1: all right, let's so- uh, plan on next week and, uh, I can be reached right. at Ajoy Lifestyle on Instagram and, um... On my Facebook, I open my Facebook to the public for a while just so people get on too. So hopefully we'll get some more gratitude questions too. Yeah, people should
0: be able to follow you without actually friending you too. That's always if you're like afraid to have Patreon as a friend, you can follow her and and get the workouts.
1: Thanks, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. I'm going to take off if you want to say bye to everyone for me.
0: Okay. All <laughs> All right, right. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. And you can reach me at the Roadrunner on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find the Roadrunner on Facebook. Of course, that's road's R-H-O-D-E. And you can also email me at theroadrunner1 at gmail.com. That's the number one. So if you have anything you want us to talk about, you have a gratitude list you'd like to send go ahead and email me. Now I'm going to close out this episode with a song that's kind of fitting for what we're going through now. It's called "Um Quick Complaining by Jessica Rose. Now Jessica Rose um, is the one who performed at the end of the Tunnel to Towers race last year, um, 2019. It, it's such an awesome song. And it, it's not talking down to you. It's about, we don't know how long we have on this ride of life, so you know, enjoy things, don't be so hard on yourself. And if you, I'll attach the video on the show notes on uh, the Roadrunner Journey.com. And the video was really cool, she taped it like on the empty streets of New York, it's like a quarantine 2020 version, so it, you know, it's really well done. And the song is really good, so I hope you enjoy it. Until next time, we'll see you out on the road.
2: I've been looking at my life a little closer. I've been looking at my love a little sweeter too. I've been spending all my days a little